How are you doing, everybody? Uh, you are welcome again to Insight with PT. Um, in the past few weeks, we've been talking about uh, marriage and we're having insights into marriage. You know, we talked about last week of who do I marry? And uh, there were many points. And because of our time today, I might not be able to go on all those points, but you can, you know, go and check the archives and you'll be able to get these messages. And uh, once again, if you have any questions as we go on, in this insight on marriage, you can yeah, send a message to us and uh, we'll be able to answer your questions. Today, I'm going to be talking about why are marriages in trouble? Why are marriages in trouble? Just to give us an insight. And this might not be something exhaustive, but I'll just you know share a few ones with us. Number one, uh, most times marriages are in trouble because of lack of spiritual growth lack of spiritual growth. Uh, what do I mean by that? Um, when they came to Jesus and the disciples were asking, did Moses not say we should give certificate of divorce to our wives? And because marriage is spiritual, like I said earlier, uh, Jesus said to them, in the beginning it was not so. He said, because of the hardness of your heart. You know, when your heart is hardened, it's very difficult for you to resolve issues, you know, in the marriage. And it's because people have refused to grow. You know, unless we grow spiritually, it will be difficult for us, you know, to handle our marriage challenges. Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke like a child, I behaved like a child, you know, I taught as a child. He said, but when I became an adult, a man, I put away childish things. Spiritually, if you don't grow, it will be difficult to put away childish things. It will be difficult to put away anger. It will be difficult to put away your heart being hardened. It's because you have refused to grow spiritually. So my challenge to you who are listening today is that you must ensure that both you and your spouse, you grow spiritually. Find a Bible-believing church. Find people that will speak into your lives, that will model what a good marriage is, and copy those models, and you find yourself growing from there. Number two, number two, why is my marriage in trouble? Because of loss, loss in trust and in each other. Loss in trust and in each other. The Bible said that who can find a virtuous wife? For our worth is far above rubies. I want you to know that the bedrock of any relationship is trust. It's trust. It's trust. We also call it intimacy. Even though when people refer to intimacy, they are talking about sex. But I'm saying intimacy goes beyond sex. Intimacy is people coming together, like someone said, into me, see. People coming together and being joined together. Trusting each other loving each other the way God wants us to love each other. It takes a lot, and I repeat, it takes a lot for people to open up to you. So when they open up to you, you must ensure that you do not abuse the trust. In marriage, once trust is broken, only God, and I repeat, only God can restore that marriage again. When people share secrets with you, most times we think, when we think about trust, we think, oh, it's because maybe the man stepped us out or the woman stepped out. Oh, that's just a part of it, but that's not the totality. When someone in your, when you are dating or in your relationship, when they share with you their, their major vulnerabilities in life and in the course of disagreements, you use those vulnerabilities against them, you have broken trust. 
you have broken trust. When money is saved together and we say this is what we are using the money to, for and you went and you took out of the money and you didn't tell your partner about the money, you have broken trust. Something as simple as saying, can I get a loan from your spouse? And you got the loan and you felt you are my wife anyway, why should I return the money? You are breaking trust. When you tell people that you will do things and you refuse to do it, I will get home at what time and you don't get home, you have broken trust. And once trust is broken, this is the challenge. Can it be restored back? Yes, it can. But it's going to take a lot. It's going to take at times, in some cases, ridiculous things to be able, you know, to get your trust back. Trust is not something you demand from people. Trust is something that people give to you after many, many trials, and they have seen that this guy can be relied upon. So you don't demand trust and say, oh, I'm the husband, you must trust me. I'm the wife, you must trust No, 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 it doesn't work like that. So once you break trust, how do you rebuild back? You have to go to the ridiculous. What do I mean by that? You have to do things that your spouse will say to you, oh, come on, don't do that again. Just because you are, number one, you must apologize for breaking the trust. You must apologize. Number two, you must now begin to be more open. What do I mean by that? You, you that you broke trust, why are you putting a password on your iPad or your, on your phone? You, you get rid of it. By the way, who, who are you putting that? You know, who are you putting a password for at home? And that's the challenge. If people say they don't trust you or you have broken trust and you are not trying to cover your heels as it were, then it means that you have not, you know, you, you, are, you are just, you are not happy that you got caught. Not because you repented. It's because they caught you. So you are now trying to cover your tracks more and more. So please, you must be careful. Why? Proverbs 25, 19 says, Confidence in an unfaithful man in the time of trouble is like a bad tooth and a foot out of joint. I'm telling you, if I've ever had a, a toothache, you understand what I'm talking about. Or you sprained your ankle, you understand what I'm talking about. That's the same way with somebody who is not trustworthy. You know, so let's be careful. You know, let's watch out for that. Number three, why is my marriage in trouble? Because of unmet or realistic expectations. Expectations. Once there is an unrealistic expectation, it's not unlikely that you'll be disappointed. What do I mean by that? At the time people are dating, there are so many things that you do, and you are doing it as if this is how it's going to be when we get married. It's a lie. It's a lie. You can't eat out every day. You cannot. You can't eat out every day. You know? So if you miss once in a while, and you eat out every time you meet once in a while, you think it's going to be like that? No, unrealistic. Oh, baby, I don't know how to cook. Someone has to know how to cook. Because one way or the other, your parents will come to the home and your parents will not take it that, oh, you can't order pizza for them, especially if they're from Africa. You know, no African grandparent will, will you order pizza for and they will eat it. You know, so these, these are unrealistic expectations. You know, you say, oh, our mom must be able to eat whatever we eat. I'm telling you, some people don't eat what you eat. Of. So you have to know how to manage those things, you know, because if you don't do that, then they come at you and you're saying, oh, why are they coming at me? After all, I serve them pizza. Okay. That's when we know that you really don't get it. You understand? So, so if you know you get it, you must be careful not to put yourself at a pedestal that is much higher than reality, unrealistic expectation. It can create problems 
if things are not properly defined in relationship, it, it, it can create problems, you know. At times we have allowed the media, you know, to set our expectations in marriage. Meanwhile, they are not there with you in that marriage or relationship. So don't allow the media to set expectations for you. You know, standard of living, you know, sex, the way we treat ourselves. These are things that you must be careful about because some people live in fantasies. They live their life in fantasies, you know. So you have to be very careful. It's unrealistic. It's unrealistic, you know. So, so, so when you get married and you now start to see the scales start dropping on your, you know, from your eyes and say, oh my goodness, oh, this is not something that is sustainable. Thank you for watching and listening to Insight with PT, our weekly podcast streaming every week at the same time. Join us next week for the continuation of this program.